We are ND Nation Podcast, a new era of Irish football with your host, me, Evan J. Thomas, and my new co-host, Dennis Stover, as we will bring you special guests throughout the season. We will go deep with your Irish football coverage in a way that you haven't seen or heard before. Dennis and Evan are just two best friends, lifelong Irish fans, bringing you the best Notre Dame football coverage, analysis, and our opinions on a weekly basis. You can watch or listen to the We Are ND Nation podcast on YouTube every Friday during the season on WeAreNDNation.com. Follow us on the socials. We are ND Nation. Go Irish. Welcome, Irish fans, to the We Are ND Nation podcast. I am Evan J. Thomas. With me is my co-host, Dennis Stover. And today, we have special guest, former Notre Dame running back, who played under the tutelage of the legendary coach, Lou Holtz. We have Lee Becton. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much for having me. So I appreciate you finally making it. It's been like three years in the making, finally getting you on. Our schedule's never really made up until now. So thank you, guys. Thank you for joining us. What have you been up to lately? I mean, what's going on with Lee and your world? Well, uh, you know, I'm a... Uh, mortgage lender. I lend in 48 states, so things are busy right now. Um, and then golfing, trying to golf as much as I can. Uh, I, I do see your golf excursions all the time, so it's pretty fun to watch you do that. Yeah, it's a it's a great pastime to have. Um, you know, you get to get out there and you know, with with a bunch of great people and talk and converse, and you know, it, it's just great. And you're really still involved with the team as well. So, I mean, you're at most of the games. I mean, you're in tune with the team currently. I mean, what's your state right now, what you think and where Notre Dame is going with the transition from Brian Kelly to Freeman? Well, um, just from some of the things that I've seen, there's just there's a big difference on the, the attitude and the understanding of what Notre Dame is all about. Um, I don't think that that was embraced as much under the Brian Kelly era. And Marcus has, uh, or Coach Freeman, he has really done his homework. He's embraced it. He wants to make sure that every player fully understands the true meaning behind Notre Dame and the traditions and, you know, the guys that came before you. So I, I feel this. there's a new um, – excitement around the program that, um, you know, sometimes isn't, isn't equated in wins and losses. It's about a feeling that you get every time you step on campus. And actually, I think Dennis said the exact same thing last week in our first episode. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely- yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously we see the energy change. Uh, we went from the CEO, Brian Kelly, to the more player friendly, Coach Freeman, so that's been pretty cool. We have a jam-packed show. I don't want to keep you too long, so we're going to kind of get right at it. I mean, we're at week one coming up, just a couple days away. Holy shit. I mean, oh, my God. We're going to be playing at Ohio State (laughs) Saturday night in front of, like, probably one of the most massive crowds of the year. We have a 630 game. Like I said, number two, Ohio State at number five – or not at – at home against number five, Notre Dame. At Ohio Stadium, the spread, Ohio State plus 17 and a half with an over-under of 59. Wow. Yeah. 
lot. So, yeah, what is this, like the fifth time that a number five has been this much of a spread in a starting game? But we're gonna, what we're going to do is we're going to start off the show. We have our breakout offensive and defensive players for the year, and I'm going to start with Dennis. So since you have – you know, we've been talking about this off and on in the past uh, few weeks anyway. I'm going to start off. Who is your offensive player that you think is going to – Breakout. I was going over the depth chart yesterday, so I was kind of picking mine off of that. Well, I think uh, we could see a little bit of Mr. Becton's era, if you will, in the in the way they ran the ball when he was there. So I think they're gonna with the improve with the line coming back and how how much they return with the offensive lineman Harry Houston coming back. I'm gonna go, and maybe this is too obvious of a choice, but <laughs> Chris Tyree, I've been waiting for him to go off. All year, um, he's 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 pretty special. Um, I, I I guess I'm gonna go with him because I would like to pick a receiver, um, you know, and obviously Michael Mayer. But I think I think it'll be I think we'll be able to run the ball this year, if anything. Um, hopefully Buckner can throw, but with Tyree, and then he can get some rest with with Diggs and Estime as backups. I, I the kid could get some touches and just explode. And. Lee, what do you have as your offensive pick of the season, your breakout star? Man, this is crazy, but um, mine is the same player um, for, for a lot of the same reasons. I, I think our offensive line is going to be a lot better. I think that um, a lot more emphasis is being put on the running game. So you can't just consistently be doing pass pro pass pro blocking um, and as that being a part of your run your run game um, I think we're going to actually try to dominate the line of scrimmage and create space for Chris and um, I, I think he's going to have a really breakout year it's okay so we got two for Chris Tyree I'm messing this one up uh, my original pick it's almost too obvious I have Buckner as the pick but you almost, he almost has to, like, succeed for this team to do well, is my thought. But so what I'm going with, I went off the beaten path receiver. I went with Jaden Thomas, wide receiver, just because somebody else after the injury to Davis, somebody else has to step up. Obviously, we have Mayer still at tight end. But I just think somebody else that just hasn't had a name yet, who hasn't had many catches yet, is going to just pop out of nowhere. So I'm thinking that's where it's going to start. So, I mean, you guys, obviously, you like the running backs. I like the wide receiver. Obviously, you know where uh, you guys stand, especially with the offensive <laughs> back like they are. So, you know, hopefully we do have a uh, receiver that has a breakout year. You know, we are a little thin there. So it would be nice for someone to step up. Definitely would be. And like you said, I mean – if anybody could step out outside of the tight ends, that would be fantastic. And with the offensive line, utilize that running back position. You got three studs right there coming at you this year. Yeah. So I mean, use them. And they can, they're can they deep at, in offensive line, too. I think I read something just today with Patterson. May or be, may not be questionable for the start against Ohio State. But you got Rocco Spindler, and the list goes on. So, All right, going to the defensive side. Who is your pick to go? I'm going to start with Lee this time. Who do you think is going to be the standout? I mean, you can't go wrong with Foskey, can you? No. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just 
I mean, it's not it's not going to be something new, um, but I just think he's going to continue his dominant ways and just uh, get just much better. Um, the guy's he's a beast, and um, I, you know he came back for a reason. Um, that that tells me a lot. He came back for a reason, so I expect us to see a dominant performance from him throughout the season. And our defense is stacked with upperclassmen, too. I mean, it's mostly seniors. There's like two juniors kind of mixed in there. Dennis, who do you have coming up as your defensive player either of the year or not even player of the year, just your uh, breakout player? I'm going to just uh, repeat what, 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 what Lee said because, I mean, he, he came back for a reason exactly. One, you know, there is really good – I mean, we got to we got to beat Ohio State, but there is a really good chance that this could be a, a pretty special team. Um, you know, especially nobody saw the '93 team coming, and I just there's some some I just have that sense that if we beat Ohio State and set a tone early, yeah, he can. He, you know, he's going to beat Tuck's record, and uh, I think Al Golden's going to have him revved up. Al Washington, the the defensive new defensive line coach, and again. They're so deep that defensive end, he can get rotations, stay healthy, and just go completely nuts and, and eat some quarterbacks up. I mean, you guys have never met each other before today, and so far never. you've the same player <laughs> on both sides of the ball. God damn, come on, man. All right. Well, again, I'm going to go against you both. Well, not really against because why not have multiple players that can be awesome? I'm going Cam Hart, cornerback, junior. Yeah. Just because somebody has to fill that role that Kyle Hamilton had uh, after he graduated and went to uh, – what did you say, the Ravens he was drafted yes. by? So, yeah, so Cam Hart, and like you said, that defensive – those DBs, man, they have to protect because that D-line to me is, like you said, going to be sick with the rotations that they have. They're going to be coming after the quarterback. And I just think the DBs are kind of going to have a bigger year just because they have to be – more in tune with what the offense of the other team is doing. So they have to be right there with that. Agree? Disagree? No, agree. Agree. I, um, I Maybe if I was going to defense back, I might say Brandon Joseph or who's going to play next to Joseph. But, yeah. I went Cam Hart. Just because. No, Cam Hart's great. He's he's great. He, he could be a possible uh, top three draft pick or top, top, top three rounds, excuse me. Top three round. Okay, so yeah. top, what, 100 and so picks or so. Not too shabby. Still, that's pretty good. Go I mean, how many? That's really good. Coming the fact that he was wide receiver when he was first came to Notre Dame, for sure. And we're going to do our picks of the year. Start each game. Now, do we start with the hmm. Ohio State game, or do we wait till the end for that one? What do you say? I don't know. I think we wait till the end. Um, let's wait to the end. I agree. What's that? Go to the end? Yes, I yeah. think so too. All right, so we're going to start this off. We have – all right, well, obviously week one is this week at Ohio State, but week two, our home opener against Marshall at home on September 10th. All right, who wants to go first? Dennis, I'm going to give sure. you – Sure, I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to say I, – I don't have a score, but I'm going to say a lot to a little. Yeah, I'm not going to scores. I just want to know winner. win or lose. Oh, Notre Dame, big. They're going to be – depending on what happens this weekend, um, yeah. They'll, they'll get a first home game. First home game for Marcus Freeman. Uh, be a lot of excitement, buzz. Yeah, Notre Dame. There's a lot of energy that definitely will be there because yeah, it'll be his first 
home game as a coach. So, yeah, yeah well, I mean, you got to bring it. Lee, what do you got as your opening home game, Notre Dame versus Marshall? Yeah, I think uh, Notre Dame wins big. I think that um, we come out, we dominate both sides of the line of scrimmage. And, um, yeah, it, it won't be a contest early. <laughs> there you go. And I also have Notre Dame winning this game. And I'm not going to say a blowout. I'm going to say it's going to be a little bit closer than you guys think, probably within 14 points, just because uh, you know, that offense has to kind of get going. So, we'll, like you said, we'll see after this week to see how that offense is going to click anyway to see how we would play against Marshall. All right, Dennis, game three versus Cal at home. What do you got? Uh, Notre Dame. It's, again, probably a, it should be a good margin, especially two games under the belt. Another home game, good atmosphere. Pac-10 is is the Pac-10, and yeah. All right. Lee, what do you got? Game three. Um, yeah, I, I I I got Notre Dame. Um, I think it uh, it's going to be an entertaining entertaining game. There will be once again a lot of uh, excitement around campus. Um, yeah, I just I I I think we're a better team. And. Again, I have Cal winning as well. And obviously, we've heard the rumors that they might be one of the next teams that might be coming to the Big Ten. So you never know what might be happening with that. See what happens. Yes, so far, we're uh, all 2-0 except for the Ohio State game, which we will get done at the end of this. All right, game four at UNC. What do you got, Dennis? Uh, North Carolina, uh, it'll be a little closer. Obviously, it'll be at home and. North Carolina, you know, be jacked up, and Matt Brown isn't isn't you know obviously not a terrible coach, but uh, they lost a couple things, and they really underperformed last year. I don't know if they'll get anything back. So Notre Dame, maybe close, maybe a couple field goals, touchdown, score. So you have Notre yeah. Dame winning that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Gotcha, Lee. What do you got? UNC. Um. Prior to this, or prior to seeing North Carolina play, uh, granted it was against um, you know uh, far uh, less um, a, a FCS team. Um, I would have said Notre Dame by a lot, um, but Carolina has some weapons. They've got some weapons on offense. Uh, defensively, they're very oppor opportunistic. Um, so I, I think we will win, but it will definitely be a close game. Okay, so so far you guys are all three and zero at least up until that point. I have this as a they're well ha have it as a loss. So I'm not I don't know I I'm not going to say why I really don't know why. Yeah. But I think that's going to be their hiccup of the year. Last year I picked the Wisconsin game. Obviously they won that and they ended up losing. Oh, crap, I don't remember who they lost to last year. But, yeah, this this year, UNC is – They lost to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, that's right, that horrible game against uh, Ritter. Whew, that was bad. So, all right, that's my one loss so far. The next week we have a bye week, and then we go to BYU. Dennis, who do you got at BYU? This is the hardest game, I think, to pick on the schedule, honestly. Um say Notre Dame's inspired by their uniforms rest after a bye week and they haven't lost a, sham, a, sh a Sham Rock series game 
that's right. It is a Shamrock Series game. My so I say they, I say they can pull it out in a tough one. And BYU is going to be rolling, and BYU will probably be rolling, but I think Notre Dame can squeeze it out. So that's the Vegas game at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lee. What do you got at New or uh, Las Vegas? Yeah, I, I, I still got Notre Dame. Um, yeah, there's no no real reason other than I just think we're a better team than they are. There you go. There it is. And I also picked Notre Dame for the win. Next game will be at – or I'm sorry, at home against Stanford. Dennis, what you got? ND, Stanford's not the Stanford of, uh, you know, earlier. The, uh, uh, ten years ago, if that, you know. years. Uh, yeah. So, and ND – at home, it might be a blowout too at night. It'd be pretty ugly. There you go, Lee. What do you got? Uh, I got Notre Dame. Um, yes, yeah, Stanford's got a lot of issues right now. <laughs> <laughs> that and, they do, and I am also picking again Notre Dame for the win. Um, the next one is at home against UNLV. When was the last time we played UNLV? I don't. I think this is the first oh. time. That I was going to say, I don't recall even my my knowledge. Um, I'm going to go first on this one. I'm going with a win on this. This should be a pretty easy game. This should be one of their cush games in the middle of the season. Dennis, I'm going to have you go next. Yeah, uh, Notre Dame, yeah. Lee? Same. Indeed. All right. So you guys have yet to have a loss, at least without the uh, the Ohio State game. Next up on the schedule will be at Syracuse. That was actually one of the last games I've attended was the Shamrock Series at New York, where I got to hang out with Dennis in New York before I went to the game. I am picking Notre Dame over Syracuse. Dennis, you. Syracuse, Syracuse, Jesus. Uh, Notre Dame. I'm picking the orange? Come on. Yeah. Notre Dame. There you go. Man, we are just rolling through the winds. Let's hope it's actually that. Now we got another orange team. We're going to be at home against Clemson. Tennis. What do you Clemson. think about this one? I think Clemson is gonna. Uh, yeah, this game reminds me of the the first the, when Georgia came to uh, South Bend and should have won that game. And I think it'll be one of those yeah. games. I think it'll be one of those games where it's like we have it and we may may give it away at the end or something. Come, you know, they may make a play. But yeah, I, I'm gonna take Clemson. Ooh, we're going Clemson. All right, Lee, what do you got? I'm going Clemson. Um, I, I, similar. I, I just think this is. Um, I think Clemson is going to be a lot better than they were last year. Um, to, to you know, they started the season off four and three, and then rattle off uh, seven straight wins. Um, I think they take that momentum into the into this season, and they're going to be pretty good. All right, I am actually taking Notre Dame to squeak this one out just because I think this is going to be probably the biggest signature win, obviously, of uh, Freeman's tenure at so far. So there you go. I'm picking Notre Dame over Clemson. Next is at Navy. Dennis, what do you got? Notre Dame. Well, that's easy. Yeah. Lee, yeah. should I even no. ask? Notre Dame. <laughs> and I also have Notre Dame. And for the November 19th at home against Boston College, our last home game, that will be our senior night. And, Dennis, what do you have on that one? Uh, it could be a little – maybe a little um, 
emotional early on because is is uh, Dracovic still? He's coming back, right? Yep. So he could play a little inspired, but Notre Dame ends up getting it big. So gotcha, Lee. What do you got? Notre Dame. And that would actually be, I think, the 17th anniversary of my first game with Dennis. Yeah, I'm going to try to make it. I want to try to get. So that's November 19th. It was actually against Syracuse, and when we went in Mm -hmm. 2004, five. 2005 was my first game. I am picking Boston College, and then. You're picking Boston College to win? No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm picking Notre Dame at home against Boston College. I know what I meant. I just didn't say it right. So there you go. (laughs) Notre Dame. And then uh, last game of the year at USC, November 26th. Dennis, what are you rolling with this one? ND. I don't know why people are putting them on such a pedestal. Uh, He hasn't done anything. I I just – I think – I mean, it's going to be a good game, and I'm not going to – SC is always tough, but I think Notre Dame is going to be good. And Lincoln Riley never had a defense at Oklahoma, so what makes them think they're going to have a defense at USC? But I digress. <laughs> Lee, what do you got with this one? Yeah, I, I'm going with Notre Dame. Um, you know, they brought in, uh, you know, Lincoln Riley, and they brought in a really good quarterback, a good receiver. Um, but they still have some issues on the uh, offensive line and their defense. There's still some holes in their defense. So I'll put our defense in front up against their offensive line any day and um, yeah. Notre Dame for the game. Okay. And I am also <laughs> picking Notre Dame to beat USC at USC. So, so far we are all, what, 9-1, and 10-1? and one. Yeah. We each one. picked one loss. Up to this point. All right. So before we get to our final prediction of the Ohio State game, I want to go to a quick little break. And before we go to break, Dennis and I play the game, name that former ND player. Hopefully Dennis doesn't get it within one pick this week like he did last week. That was freaking crazy. It was never done before. Malik Zaire was good, but not that good. And that was amazing. So, Dennis, you ready for this one? I am. Okay, let me find where my stats were. That would always help, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know. I, I actually had them. <laughs> I got too many things up on my board right now, so that's what sucks. Come on, move! You need two uh, two computers there, man. I do need two computers. Actually, I have three. I just didn't do the other one. Oh, crap. Are you serious? Oh, here we go. All right. And uh, this player was a running back. Total attempts, 347. Total yards on the ground, 2,029. Averaged 5.8 yards per carry. 12 total rushing touchdowns on his career. Dennis, do you have an idea? And Did you give me the years last week? I did not because that would probably give All right, I'm going to say – I'm going to go out and say the same number that Lee Becton wore and say Ryan Grant. Okay, well, you can make that after our break. And then you can decide who it is. I will give you the years after we come back. All right. Cool. All right. So stay right here. We'll be back here on the We Are ND Nation podcast. Dennis Stover, Lee Becton, Evan J. Thomas. Give us one minute. We'll be right back. Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Central. Join me, Evan J. Thomas, for an hour of new rock and metal on the Rock Hard with Evan J. Thomas Show on the Badass Radio Network. Blast that shit! 
All right, back here on the We Are ND Nation podcast. Thank you, Irish fans, for checking us out. I am Evan J. Thomas, my co-host, Dennis Stover. We got special guest, Lee Becton. And before the break, I gave Dennis the who named that former ND player, and I'll give him the stats once again. So total attempts, rushing, 347 total rushing yards, 2,029. Average 5.8 yards per carry, 12 total touchdowns. The years this player played was 1991 to 1994. Dennis? I was wrong. Name that player. 91 to 94? Oh, man. It, I, it's, you're going to get me and say it's, it's – I should know that. It's, is it Lee? It is, isn't it? Yeah. What? The guy right here. Lee yeah, that's what I thought. I, See, it was I, the year I would have got it at first if it gave the years no brainer, but yeah, I, that's I, what I thought. That was probably too easy for me to give that on the day that I actually have Lee on the show. I like it though. You, you got me, you know. It was the twelve touchdowns that threw me off. I would have thought Lee had more, honestly. Well, I mean, senior. What was a junior year? You were like a beast out there. Six touchdowns, a thousand yards rushing. My yeah, man, right there. Yeah, good save pass. Good, very good season. Obviously, that was a game that you were um, your MVP of the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yes. That's right. So Dennis knows more than I do about Notre Dame history, so I. I was I was watching that game. I can I see it now. So I do appreciate. I just got to say, first and foremost, Lee, uh, I'm I'm kind of giddy, but thank you for giving me, arguably, if not the greatest game experience I've ever witnessed in my 46 years of life. Um, so really thank you for your 25 yard run, uh, and, and being on a number one team. And it was, it's very special. So thank and you. I, 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 I made sure I shocked Dennis with you having on too. So that was, yeah. so yeah, you're, you're very welcome. It was, uh, one of the best decisions I've made. Um, it was an honor to, to wear the blue moon and, and, you know, if I had to go back to do it again, I'll do the same thing. There you go, my man. Why, why wouldn't you? I mean, it's Notre Dame, and you were with Lou Holtz, and that team that you were with, incredible. So, again, thank you guys for being here. And we're going to go to our preview of the Ohio State game. Um, what to expect this coming week. I'm going to just start off, since we did our last segment, was the scores overall. I'm going to go with Dennis. What do you have this week's prediction? What is your prediction for this week looking like? Okay, so we're going to give a little score and just talk about the game. Yeah, let's bit. do it. Uh, well, the pundits um, are saying this could arguably be one of the greatest offenses in college football history, even though we just saw one a couple years ago with Joe Burrow and LSU, what they were doing. Um, so – with that being said, the their little if if Ohio State does have any kind of weakness or Achilles heel, their, their defense, but <laughs> they still have great. De- it's like they, it's so silly to say, but if anything, I think it's going to come down to obviously our defense versus their offense, and our defense is good, so I like our our chances there. I'm going to say I'm not going to say it's going to be a blowout, maybe just because it's wishful thinking, but I'm thinking. Ohio State by 10. I don't really have a score because if, if 
if Ohio State run, they can score at will, you know, and if they do that, it's going to be hard for us to catch up unless our offense is clicking. And they very well could. Um, yeah, Ohio State by 10. Uh, it's going to be nice. And I think what's going to be an edge, though, for Notre Dame is Marcus Freeman knows Ohio State. He knows the environment. And it won't be so big because, obviously, the, a reflection of the team is the coach. And I think he's – the, the moment's not going to be too big for them because Marcus Freeman knows Ohio State. And and let's face it, that guy is infectious. So I think it'll, they'll play with at least a chip on their shoulder and, and some aggressive and, and, and not some boneheaded plays. What do you In the see? end of the day, they'll be a little short. What do you see coming from the offense? How do you how do you see the offense just clicking against uh, Ohio State? I think they're going to establish that they're going to have that mantra, like I said last week, and and they're going to get line up and they're going to hit you in the face, hit you. You know, they're going to play football physically. You're going to know who's across from you for 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 the whole game, for the whole duration. They're going to have a little swagger and an edge to them that I think that we haven't seen in a minute. Um, I don't think the O line is going to be soft like we've seen in a little in, in the last years, um, even though they shouldn't have been soft. Uh, so I think it'll be the the O line will get off, and I think I think we can have some some good yards on the ground. There you go. All right, so you have Ohio State winning the first game of the year. Yeah, unfortunately, okay. by ten though. I mean, I'm not you know I'm not looking for a moral victory because I hate that saying; it's absurd. Um, but I want to see. I feel like we're at a place where we haven't been because you go back and look at the years prior and we didn't do very well at all against the top 10 teams. You go back to what Holtz was doing from 89 to 93 or 88 to 93. It's, it's ridiculous. And that's what I think knock on wood that we will have with these future, with this team and future teams to come is they're going to, they're going to actually be there in those big games. There you go. We, what are you expecting from this week and your prediction? Oh, well, um, I, I do. I, so it's a little, I wouldn't say complicated, but it, it can go either way. Meaning I think that if our defense plays well enough and keeps the game in the twenties, um, I think we win. Um, and I think we would win something like 27, 24. Okay. If if Ohio State makes it to the 30s, they're probably going to make it to the 40s, and it's going to be a loss. Um, so everything is going to rely on our defense. Um, yes, our offense is unproven, um, but I think we're going to do the right thing, and this is where I think that we can help our defense out and – um, keep the score in the 20s where we need it. Um, I think we're going to run the ball. I think we're going to run it effectively. If you look back last year, the teams that beat uh, Ohio State, they ran mm -hmm. the ball. They ran it well. Sure. Now they've got a new defensive coordinator. Um, but you come in and you still got the same players. Uh, so you can change your scheme, but you can't change their ability to tackle. <laughs> So I, I actually think that it's going to be a close game. If we get it in the 20s, we win. If, if they score over 30 points, they're going to pass out. I like it. 
Okay, so we're, I hope we're, you're right. winning. I <laughs> hope you're right. I'm, I'm going. You know what? I'm going with Notre Dame. Woo! Glad somebody somebody has. I would love to be wrong. Trust me, Jeez. I'll happily be wrong. That's exactly what I'm going to say here too. I'm I'm hoping to be wrong because what I'm picking is Ohio State actually a 38 to 31 victory. So I'm only doing the seven point spread. I think Notre Dame is going to keep it very close, and unfortunately, just because of the high powered offense from Ohio State, I just think C.J. Stroud is just head and above most any other quarterbacks out there right now. And he's just going to put it on us. And I hate to say that, but, you know, our defense, even though we do have a lot of studs out there, they can shred up some defenses, especially with running backs and receivers. But fortunately I do have Notre Dame losing the opening game against Ohio state. I do think Buckner is going to do pretty well though. That's my thought. Yes. No. Yeah. No, he well. Yeah, he he should do well. Should do well. I mean, he should be at least. We're, we're hoping, right? We're just hoping he's decent, at least better than decent. I, I just need him to be decisive. Yes, you're going to do. Um, you know, a couple of years ago with Ian, and then last year with Jake, there were some situations that it's actually one of them was in the uh, bowl game. Um, when mm-hmm. Oklahoma State was coming back, he had 20 yards in front of him. And I know he's not a runner, but you got to take that those yardage and you got to be decisive about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think if if he's decisive, um, does his reads, um, but more importantly, if he's going to run, be decisive when he's going to run and go. Um, I think that like that's how he needs to play to be successful. Okay. So I agree. But I think then, they're gonna put him in situations though where it's not gonna be like where Brian Kelly would put him in situations. You know, I think Tommy Reese is gonna be a little more uh even though Reese has been calling the plays the last couple of years, I understand that. But uh you know, it's a coaching I just they didn't they didn't stick with the run long enough either. And I think that's an advantageous to Buckner because one he can run and then two you know, it'll give him time to be decisive and hopefully be able to sit in the pocket or play action. But yeah, when it, they can't take stupid sacks, a lot of times it just yeah. yeah. And the way I'm looking at it now, if you go back to our picks for the season, Lee has the team 11 and one. Dennis and I has Notre Dame at 10 and two. You think we'll be hitting any uh, playoffs? I say no, but I say a big ball. I mean, at eleven to one, at least he goes. That could be depending on what one, they'll be in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I I think we got a halfway decent chance. My my only issue would be is if my loss is accurate. It's so late in the season that right. I hurts you more than a loss early. So, um, but we, you know, I I think we got a, as good a chance as as anyone. As we should. And I'm just hoping as long as Bama doesn't take it, we're good. <laughs> it's that 13th game. I'm telling you, it's the 13th game. Yeah. We can't slip up. That's the only thing. Yep. We actually do have a few moments left. So I just want to thank both of you guys for being here. Lee, thank you so much for making it on this yeah. week and putting time in your schedule. You have a fantasy football draft tonight. Where are you picking? 
Oh, you know what? I got my dates wrong. It's not tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm good. <laughs> well, you do have a fantasy football draft. I had number three overall. I ended up picking Derrick Henry was available. So how can you go wrong with Derrick Henry? You wow, not go wrong with Derrick Henry. I wanted Cooper Cup because I figured Derrick would be gone, but I got Henry. I'm happy. I didn't get the draft because I was in St. Louis. So I had somebody draft for me. Dennis? Thank you, as always, my hey, man. No, thank you. Thank you for bringing Lee Becton on, too. Wow. It was it was amazing. Maybe we'll have to bring you on again later this year as well. I'm going to try not to harass you too much on Facebook. But uh, I you're fine. You're fine. If, I, if I've got the time, I'll be happy to do it. That is true. You uh, are very great. kind and gracious when you have that. Where can we find you? Where are you on the socials? Do you want to give your business name or anything? Um, I mean, I'm easily found. You can... Google uh, Beckton Lending Group or just Google my name. It always comes up. So, um, like I said, I do 48 states. So, um, chances are whatever state you're in, I can help you. Right. I'm in Illinois. Dennis is in New York. And there you go. Dennis, I can't help. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. Again, we we are ND Nation. I am Evan J. Thomas, my co-host, Dennis Stover, Lee Beckton. You can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and at WeAreNDNation.com. We have week one coming up. We have two of the three of us picking a Notre Dame loss. But, Lee, let's hope that we have a victory coming Saturday night at Ohio State. So there it is. Yeah, let's go. So until next week. Thank you guys all for watching. Thank you guys for listening. For Dennis, for Lee, I am Evan J. Thomas. Rock on and go Irish. Go Irish. Go Irish. Thank you guys. Look, I'm going to stop the recording here.